This is Infection, the Survival Podcast, recorded live on Tuesday, May 11th, 2021, episode 330. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to another episode of Infection, the Survival Podcast. Infection is your source for the latest information on survival video games. My name is Nick Craig, your trusty, dusty host. You can, well, not dusty, but uh, you can, you can uh, check me out on uh, Gab at Nick and follow along with my new radio and political ventures at NickCraig.com. You can listen to Wilmington's Morning News with Nick Craig Monday through Friday, uh, each and every morning from 6 to 9 a.m. on 980 The Wave in Wilmington, North Carolina. You can also visit, of course, our website, which is InfectionPodcast.com. Dot com. Joining me as he does each and every week, he's not quite as dusty. Well, actually, technically, would be he's older. But Brian, <laughs> Brian with an eye, Aldridge. Hello, Mister Brian. You could be dusty. I'll be crusty. How about that? Oh, uh, <laughs> disavow all disavow that whole statement. <laughs> Hello, Brian. How are you? Hey, uh, you're doing well. If you want to find me, first of all, at Brian Aldridge on Parlor and Gab. We also have a Bite of If you want to go check out my blog, and of course, as Nick said. Uh, infectionpodcast.com just go to the right hand side and you see where it says join our server on discord if you do that you can uh, you can go and submit news to the news channel there's a uh, workout channel politics channel there's all kinds of stuff uh, that you can hang out and uh, and do chat with people we got a lot of arc servers running uh, also we have our steam group which we've been testing i sent one 20 minutes before the show or before uh the hour and uh, it didn't pop up so we'll just who knows? It'll pop up in the middle. We'll 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 ignore it for now. Uh, but if you want to watch the live show, you can do that through Twitch, YouTube, Mixer, or there's no Mixer anymore. Bitshoot and D Live, uh, and then also we have the Extras channel. If you want to get the pre and post show uh, that Judd puts together for us, and then Bingo, we have all the audio only forms. So the podcast forms of the show. If you go to the lower right hand side. You can do that, and there's a bunch of links for web-based apps, desktop apps, uh, mobile apps, anything uh, anything you think of. You should be able to listen to through that. And if you want to follow along the show notes, you can do that by clicking on the particular episode that you want to listen to or watch. And uh, if you click that, there's a whole list of links, and uh, there's a video player, audio player, everything that you need to be able to uh, to follow along on the show and watch whatever videos or, or read whatever articles that we refer to. Uh, and then if you want to support us, there's a support tab up top, or you can go to infectionpodcast.com forward slash support, or you can go to amazon.infectionpodcast.com, humble.infectionpodcast.com. We have our subscribe star link on there, and then we have our prime gaming subs. So we do need to thank a subscriber, Brian, our good friend, yes. UGX Vibe, uh, who I spent some time with a couple weekends ago. Um, and he is talking about a topic that is hitting the East Coast of the United States hard. He says, I have gas hit me up $55 a gallon. There is a, uh, <laughs> a gas shortage, not a gas shortage, because that's what people are saying. There's a gas transmission shortage where they yeah. can't physically move the gas on the East Coast. And it Love literally it. looks like there's a hurricane here because every gas station is either out of fuel or has a line 40 cars deep for gas because people are retarded. And, uh, well, okay. we and we focus on survival games. And if you look at what's going on, uh, people, I think, take for granted how uh, balanced, how just on a like a edge are everything that we do is we are I 72 mean, if, hours away if, from total disaster. Yes. If <laughs> if you go through and don't, uh, you know, if, if for some reason cars can't ship gas, a big thing, uh, trucks can't get gas. For some reason, if gas can't happen, food is not entering your city <laughs> and you are going to get hungry. So if you don't have uh, some source of water, you don't have some source of food, um, it could be electricity. Uh, there was I was watching something and they talked about how there was a brownout in New York back in the late 70s, early 80s. Uh, that would have been the. Uh, that would have been the late 60s and early 70s. That was oh, the was that late 60s, New, early 70s? The great New York City blackout. And then there was like riots and just everything was destroyed because they knew the police weren't coming. You want to hear uh, a cool thing just, about that story, Brian? For, for all sure. the radio nerds out there? All right. This is really nerdy, but I'm, I don't really care because it's my show. Um, so back in the olden days, the record turntables used to the you know a record a, a turntable spins at a certain speed that's how it makes the sound that's mm -hmm. how and that's why you've got a selector for a 12 or a six inch whatever that's how it works well back in the 60s yeah. 
the record players were built off of a 60 hertz cycle. So it would time based off of the, uh, the 60, 60 hertz frequency that the power is. Well, right before the blackout, all of the, the hertz of the signal went down. So it went from like 60 to 48. So there's a great air oh. check of Dan Ingram on WABC in New York. He's like, oh, the, all the music, everything is in slow motion. Because the, right before the blackout, the 60 hertz <laughs> shrunk to 48 hertz. And it caused everything to slow down. It was much slower. So really cool. That's a cool audio clip. You should check that out. But uh, but yeah, well, we are absolutely. And we see it all the time here. I mean, I've been through three hurricanes yeah. since I've lived in North Carolina. By the way, National Hurricane Preparedness Week. Ready.gov. Yep. Uh, you can check that out. <laughs> I feel like I'm doing my radio show. This is great. Uh, our phone number is uh, 910. Here we go. <laughs> exactly. I've had six years of practice. But uh, yeah, it is pretty great. And, and it's funny because we do see, you know, you play a game like... Um, uh, what's the one uh, the PlayStation game? Uh, the with uh, the, uh, Days Gone. Uh, uh, um, you're thinking the one of that the they ruined. Us? The Last of Us. That's. I mean, it's kind. You know, that's kind of that. That is not. That is not far away. I believe it's 48 or 72 hours without food mm-hmm. and water, and that's when you st- That's when you go and kill your neighbor. Like at that point, you're yes. like, oh, I've got to provide for my family. I'm gonna go shoot and kill my neighbor and steal what they have. That's that's how far we are. How close we are, rather, to total impending doom which is and, I th- and that's the thing is is as you said 70 uh, within just days uh people would <laughs> yes. be killing each other like you between know, this show that, and the next but, yeah, there would be no next between, show <laughs> no uh, the people within days people would be killing each other and that's not even in the inner cities and in, in places like chicago new york and la like you expect people to kill each other here like here people would be killing each other yeah you'd have where, somebody you'd you'd be sitting at your front door with a gun waiting for somebody to come in yeah. and try to harm to steal something from you and your family and that's not yeah that's not a crazy republican conspiracy theory that is the no, reality that's, uh, of that's very real so that's why when yeah. people say you don't need guns um okay well you, there's well this we're we're way right. <laughs> no okay all right I'll just stop 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 you do an hour I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready to jump off the cliff and just run I was I caught myself. We're not in the pre pre show. Uh, All right, back. Uh, welcome back to the broadcast. Infowars.com, prisonplanet.tv. Buy our colonial silver, our uh, last straws, and uh, Patriots. We're in the intro still. <laughs> I, almost, I almost forgot that we had started the show. We're no longer in the pre show. I, I mean, we could do this for an hour. I, I did it for three hours this morning. I'm I'm willing to continue the conversation. I'm I'm all in. But I do think some of but, our audience would like to hear about. They probably some. want to hear about the actual things that we came to cover. So yes, well, I mean. I mean, they're not paying for it. Well, some of them are, I guess. But, uh, but yeah. I think I think most of our uh, subs and uh, subscribers would would be okay with those conversations. Um, well, Brian, if there was any question that we were going to do a trade show this year, the chant we now are down to one possible trade show. Um, the, the, one of the, the shows that, show that we that we looked at last year doing Gamescom instead of PAX, yeah. which we were told two years ago is was big like yeah. you this guy the one we met a guy and he was one of the developers he was like oh you think pax is cool he's like gamescom is like game six com. times the size and pax is massive like we walked we were walking like 15 miles a day at pax he's like oh you think that's cool gamescom yeah. is cool but it's in it's in europe excuse me it's in germany um we thought about doing that it just was insanely expensive but now we don't have to worry about it because uh, gamescom 2021 which takes place the week before PAX West, so if that's any indication, uh, will be an all-digital event this year. Um, so they're going to be uh, transitioning. The most likely to, Vegas it is, is what you're telling me. I mean, <laughs> I'm already I'm, I'm already inviting my friends to go to Vegas. So, yeah, I'm going to Vegas one yeah. day, the other Labor Day weekend. Um, so <laughs> that's what I'm planning on because um, it just doesn't seem like a trade show is going to happen. And you know, yep. this, this, is, this is the show of the year's Gamescom. Doesn't, at, yep. E3, mm-hmm. PAX... GDC, none of these I don't know. hold a flame to Gamescom. It is a huge but, show. But also, even if we were, it, let's say that uh, PAX did happen, how many vendors are going to be there? Because none. the issue that we run into, most of the vendors, are they ship their stuff from Gamescom over to PAX. They make all their, their presentation once, and then they're shipping it around to all these different conventions throughout the year. If you have no conventions, do you think they're going to make a, 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 a whole set for their their product just for uh packs 
Hey, my name is Nick. I'm with the Infection Podcast. Uh, hopefully, you can hear me through this mask. <laughs> yeah, mask uh, on. It's a pleasure to meet you. Oh, sorry. Uh, it's oh, a pleasure to meet. Uh, a pleasure to meet you uh, at this gr- at this great trade show. All yeah. right, welcome back to the so. program. <laughs> yeah, no, it would just be a freaking disaster. So um, that's that's kind of my issue. Is I think even if there was for some reason Pax decided to do it, it would just be a bunch of the people that we see there. You know, the the people that follow conventions around. It would just be a ton of those people making the place stink, packing it <laughs> to the brim, and and all laying on those disgusting mats and bing bags. Yes, absolutely. So we're okay. We're not doing a we're not doing a trade show this year. We're, I th- we've I think we've already we've already announced this, Brian. We're gonna a group of us are gonna go to Vegas in in around Labor Day. As it gets closer, we'll have more details. Um, but that that's that. So okay, yeah, uh, yeah. Labor Day, no is. question about it. Yeah, Labor Labor Day, around Labor Day, we'll we'll figure it out uh, as as it gets closer. But I'm look we're looking at Labor Day weekend. So uh, okay, hopefully you can join us for that. But yeah, no Gamescom. It, it's virtual, so there will still be shows and announcements and things like that but there will not be that big event that's normally in um uh i don't know where it is it's somewhere in germany that they do it so sad stuff in the state of uh video video games and trade shows hope we're hopefully they'll uh, hopefully they'll be back next year yes now i wanted to follow up on something we reported on last week and i think then this is like a three week in a row kind of a a, a topic that keeps coming up sure so with activision you remember we talked about uh the president of Activision or the CEO who mm-hmm. had gotten his bonus, even though da da da. And then, or, you know, and then, then there was another thing they follow up afterwards complaining about, you know, whatever had happened at Activision and, and he still got money. Uh, but then he took a half pay cut last week, right? Remember? So he took his pick, his pay in half. Now um, there has been a report based on their Q1 that they have lost almost 29% of the active player base at Activision or Blizzard has, not Activision itself. So Blizzard has lost almost 29% of his overall active player base in the past three years. Uh, you know, part of that would be maybe um, Blizzard with the World of Warcraft, the classic that came out. A lot of people played that originally, dropped off. I would assume I can tell you what that's, this is. I, no, I think okay, What wrong. do you think? What would it be? It's, it's, it's Overwatch, Brian. The Overwatch has yeah, lost. You think people are just dropping off of it? Yeah, man. When was the last time you played Overwatch? Since we played it as a group, that was what two years ago. Yeah, I, I, well, if I had like to that. guess, now yes, of course they've lost some players in Warcraft. But if I had to, if I had to put my money on the line and say what is the game that lost the most year over year, it's got to be Overwatch because there's been yeah. a lot of other games that have come out. Um, and I can speaking as somebody that loves Overwatch, I really do love Overwatch. I have not been pulled or uh, intrigued to play Overwatch. I don't believe I've played Overwatch in over a year. It may be a year and a half. I could not tell you the last yeah. time I played Overwatch. That would be my guess. I'm sure there is definitely some people. Dr- but in the last three years, WoW Classic hasn't been out for three years. So those users would have come and then left already. So I don't think it would be as evident because yeah. those would have been quote unquote new players, right? So all right, so let me give you some st- statistics. Yeah. Ba- you know, there's another article that kind of followed up that gives a few numbers. So first of all, uh, it's not struggling because their revenue increased by 7% year over year. Perfect. And one thing that's been driven by is World of Warcraft Shadowlands. So Shadowlands subscriptions, right? did very, very good to, to push them to uh, make actual money. Uh, Hearthstone released their expansion. That performed very strongly. Uh, and so, and it, here... Overwatch, Overwatch earned 10 million new players without releasing any new heroes or modes. So they actually went up. They've gained 10 million players. Uh, Overwatch it, has. 10 million players in what? In, in Overwatch in general. The, the, the player base in of three Overwatch years? has grown 10 million players in three years. Sales, not active players. Well, Can't be active players. There's players, no way to get players. Yeah, but that can't be right. That just that that doesn't make sense. Overwatch is not a new game. There's no way they have ten more million active players now than they did three years ago. I mean, right? That can't be right. It's got to it be. Says, sales. It says right now. So so it says that Overwatch Two director said that they they reached sixty million players in 2021. That's ten million players more than they had in 2019. So that's players. That's what I'm saying. So that's probably co- people that own Player. the game. 
Yes. Right? But, but yeah, probably people. It, is it still, do you still have to pay for that game? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It, it's not yeah, free to play now. I don't I, think I, so. I have no idea. Um, I've owned it for, <laughs> I've owned it for so long. I've owned it for so long. I don't know if it's gone free to play since I started. I just, um, I've never. No, it's not free to play. No, it is not free to play. Um, it's, and uh, one thing they're saying is those are mostly what they can tell mostly news players. It's $20. Okay, so it's 40 bucks. So, yeah. So, I mean, so it's not Overwatch. Um, huh. Okay. You know, but it says, you know, there's. So, first of all, uh, Diablo 3, StarCraft 2, Heroes of the Storm. Those ones didn't do very, have dropped off. It could be that a lot of those old school games, the players just are dropping off of those. Um, so, that that's. That's the case. It just seems kind of odd. They are they're making money, but they're just hemorrhaging people, and uh, and we'll see. We'll see if that starts to change. I you know I figured they probably figure as long as they're making money, but eventually that's going to catch up with them if they keep hemorrhaging players. No matter what things you're making money on, you're gonna that's going to cross that line. You're just going to start losing money. Um, so in other news too, there was a lawsuit. There's been this lawsuit that's been out there. And for nine years, it's a patent infringement lawsuit. <laughs> and this has to do with Activision Blizzard and going against this company called, uh, what was it? Um, Worlds Inc. So they do, they make, uh, I remember what, they, they make similar style games, uh, in kind of MMO style games. So Worlds asserted a claim, asserted claims use a claims use a general purpose computer to employ well-known filtering or crowd control methods and means that ultimately use same to dis- display graphical results and generate a view of the virtual world so they, they the problem is they were saying some very generic abstract idea in their patent um, and and didn't actually exclaim any kind of technology in it and so uh, this went through and pretty much, made blizzard win because they proved that there was no infringement you know this company wasn't doing anything world's actually inc. special world's inc is a leading intellectual property developer and licensee of patents related to 3d online virtual so, worlds the company so has a profile of 10 u.s patents for multi-server technology for 3d applications i don't necessarily think you'd call them a troll um, well, it depends if all, their, if, if all their cases are like this, if all yeah, of their they, patents are as loose as possible to get a patent, then they yeah, would be. But in this case, it is a very, okay, true, but it is a very, like normally those these patent trolls, they'll just get a patent for anything, right? These guys are specifically limited to multi-server technology for games. Uh, I'm not, yep. I, I don't know anything about them, but um, they're rather siloed in what exactly they do. So yeah, they, they don't actively do anything. They just own patents. Yeah, they, they get they have patents. Um, so this is something the ruling end and here just to kind of close it up. The ruling ends a long tit for tat between the two companies, which saw World Inc. get hit with a counter suit by Activision Blizzard for the exact same thing. So uh, here, you know, the, the, I'm not going to read the editorial comments of this of this writer, but it, I, I don't really know unless I really dug into the case and saw that this is their history like this is their pattern these other ones are very fairly loose it could be that they bought a fairly weak patent thinking they had more than they did and activision kind of proved that it wasn't a real patent as it could be or they could be patent trolls just trying to make money yeah exactly either uh it could, it, it could be either i just don't know anything about them and frankly i don't really care to be honest with you i'm not i mean there's not I, it, yeah it jonesy says he thinks he's a patent troll okay. he, uh, jonesy claims that it it's a single guy who owns worlds he maintains a server for the mmo who made he made so he could sue everyone who makes an mmo is what jonesy thinks so great we will see and then there was one other piece of news that came up for activision uh because of one of their voice actors uh their voice one of their voice actors got called out for sexism Oh. Um, and he was he voiced Ghost in Modern Warfare Remake, and so mm. he's been let go. Um, he the problem is he posted some uh, some clips on Twitter, and he's had some things to say about uh, about uh, what's her name Zombie Unicorn, <laughs> um, and so this is uh, Zombie Unicorn. I, I'm not a big fan of her, but of course you're not allowed to even say anything negative about. Ah, she's uh, an e- email okay, she's on Twitch. An, she's an e thought. Okay, gotcha. Yes. Uh, so we we actually she was at PAX when we when we went and interviewed uh, PUBG for the first time. You know when ah. the when we went into their 
she was right there next to us right there. I mean, she's right. She's a somewhat well-known uh, Twitch streamer, not huge, but, uh, but seems to be more into controversy lately. And then, yeah, uh, he's, he had some, he said some things that I'm not going to repeat here. Uh, pretty much just saying he, he making a comment about her horrendous cleavage. And oh yeah. Then, which is, uh, yeah. Yeah. Which is what Twitch is now. And by the way, these comments were made in 2017. Yeah. So he and was so ahead they, of, and so he they, was ahead of the curve <laughs> on, on yeah, atta- attacking a, the, the E thoughts. Yeah. So, so they're saying this is sexism, uh, because he okay. said that she shouldn't be having her cleavage hanging out on a, a live stream. I'd hire him. I wish I had a position to hire him for. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Melmo says he's been on compound media. So, Oh, has it? Great. Mel, what episode? Uh, great. I need, was he on recently? That's, that's great. Uh, well, if you can, I, yeah, send us a message in the discord or, uh, email us contact infection podcast. Yes. Podcast.com. If you have that link. Um, and then, yeah. Cause so then, and then he was on Facebook and then he was doing, he was streaming on Facebook gaming and he was using, gamer words when playing call of duty which if you've ever played call of duty you've also used these same words um so yeah, yeah. great good on so that's, good on uh, that's kind well, of the case yay sexism is solved activision has done it yet again folks raise your sjw sword we did it Woo! i mean if you want to cut it down on sexism <laughs> how about not relying on sex to uh, promote yourself you, I, ladies and gentlemen, I am firing by terminated Brian Aldridge's contract on infection podcast. It's been a good run. We appreciate all he's done for the program, but I cannot continue to do my show with somebody with that would make such bigoted statements here on the air. I would never make any sort of comments like that. I joke. I joke. But, you know, you're right. If you don't want to be if you don't want to if, you, if you're so offended by sexist comments, how about you stop having your boobs hang out all over the Internet? Which, hey, I get it, right? You can sell that, and it's a good business opportunity. Good for you. Then sell it. But then deal with the repercussions of it, which is people But Amazon shouldn't be selling it, in my opinion. Um, Yeah, but Amazon's I mean, not it, selling it, it. They're allowing it. And that's... You know, they're allowing to me, it. But to me, that's probably the biggest portion of their income right now. It is 100%. I mean, Brian, you've got girls that are sitting in hot tubs with, with bikinis on, writing with, with guys' minimal names. Minimal talent. I'm not going to well, say zero talent, but minimal talent. They're not well, doing they can, anything, showing any, showcasing any of those talents. Well, they, they, yeah, they do. They can write guys' names on their body that, that donate bits to them. That's a talent. They can, yeah, they can uh, read and write. Well, good. Yeah. School did them good. So yeah, thank God, all of our world problems have been solved. Thank you, Activision. Well, one thing I want to make. Can I make one comment about? You can do whatever I, you want. Blo- this is controversial. <laughs> We'll, we'll hopefully I'll, I'll give you the full stage go for it <laughs> thanks you don't want the screenshot you don't want the no. clip of when this goes somewhere <laughs> uh <laughs> what i'm gonna say is that it used to be feminism was promoting women and not needing to sell themselves to men to be special that they were unique in themselves and they didn't need to rely on those aspects of their body to be unique and special and and something uh, and it seems like it's reversed now. Set now, uh, feminism seems to be that you have to uh, that you have the right to sell your body to any man you want. It seems like that's kind of counter to uh, feminism to me. If you're a true feminist, so that's my opinion. I will not make a comment on that. Okay, well, that's my opinion. <laughs> Brian at infectionpodcast.com if you have any, if you have any comments yeah. or questions. Um, yeah, props to this guy for having this. For, yeah, I mean, that, I, these comments were made four years ago. I mean, I don't yeah. understand what the big freaking deal is, but I mean, whatever. Um, all right. Well, well that's, that's Activision. <laughs> thank, well, thank been, God they lost been, 30% of their player base. Thank God they fired this guy. That is definitely going to yeah. that's gonna get the old pony started and get them... Uh, back up and running i'm sure so now okay activision a lot of somewhat negative news ubisoft though has some pretty good news here yeah. uh, first of all they are going to be branding all their first party games to ubisoft originals mm, okay. so if you see you'll see ubisoft original on there um and it, there is a new and what we're going to talk about here right after this there's a new uh not dlc but a new first party game an, an 
a title based on another one of their works that's coming out here very soon. And that's the first one I've seen that says Ubisoft original on it. So um, there is this uh, this game with the, the division. It's not a DLC that's okay. coming out. Uh, they just announced it. It's going to PC and consoles. All right. This is going to be free to play. Oh, from what I VR? understand. It is going to be. So it's the division Heartland. It's free to play title from Red Storm Studios. It's going to expand the Tom Clancy's uh, division universe. Uh, they said that they're going to be working. You know, work continues on division two, but they're trying to introduce more people to the division universe on this. So uh, I, I don't know. It, it doesn't really say. <laughs> Boy, they really, really say what it is. Thank God Tom Clancy's dead. Because, I mean, at this rate, they'd owe him so much and continued IP. I mean, this is, what, the third Division game now? Yeah. Uh, and so I, I'm not 100% sure. It it could be some sort of a BR. Uh, it, it, or it could be something just in another, because it's Heartland. So it could be just going to a different area, maybe a more open area. Who knows? But it is going to be free to play. Uh, it it's says a- it's going to provide an all-new perspective on this universe. Yeah, I'm trying to gather exactly what this is. Um, yeah, I've been, I've been this said, looking. This article says we have absolutely no idea what kind of game Heartland will be, but with the looking at the success of games like Call of Duty Warzone, that's what I would bet on. And if it is free to play, yeah. that would be the indication, right? The reason, the way that you're make it doesn't make sense to make a full on full game and make it free but it does make sense to make a br or some sort of i'm thinking it's going to be some sort of a br yeah something like that because they don't have one they do i don't believe ubisoft like far cry doesn't have a br this is going to probably be their first br that they've done in-house would be my i i I so they put out a roadmap of things for division that are happening so we've already had the division one the old division two the original so they have the original division the new the second division they have the Division Two Warlords of New York, and then they have this one that's coming out next, Heartland, and then they're going to have some new content content for Division Two. Then they're doing Division Mobile, then they're Jesus. doing a novel about Division, and then Netflix is then re- re- releasing a film called The Division. That'll be the film will be cool. The divisions are yeah. the um the uh, sorry my cat is in here crying at me. Um, the uh the 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 uh universe of the division is very depth is very deep it's yeah. got a lot of depth to it so i'm a, a tv series or a film and it says the division the novel isn't it already based off of a novel is the division already a tom clancy ip how is it tom clancy's the division but there's not an actual book i don't think out well, for it so why is it called tom clancy's the division that doesn't even make any sense uh, because they like to name them after people. So here we go. Um, they have, I'm, I'm okay. I've got a, I've got a book here. 2016, there was a book called, uh, the Tom Clancy's, the division, New York collapse. Um, and it was released in 2016. So yeah, that was based on a book, Tom but there must dead. be a new one coming out. I wonder well, if it's been- going to be, maybe, maybe it will be based on some other area. Cause that was New York. Maybe it's going to be another zone that uh, then will be followed up by the film or something like that. So this book is released as a companion to 2016's Tom Clancy, the division. So there was no book. So it's not like a, pro- it's not very, it's not, it doesn't look gigantic. It looks like a thin book. No, it's not. It's a companion. It's essentially just a, oh, is it just, is it that all a companion it is? Book. Yes. That's what it says. So there is no, so the division book from Tom Clancy. So the this will be the 90s. actual thing for it that's what it appears but, but there are some other books that he's written uh the tom clancy's division extreme malice isn't that a book um yeah that's a hardcover book that, so there are stories that's a prequel well, that's what, to the division two i mean that's most of his stuff right i mean a lot a lot of his he's books. he's also done one called broken dawn that's the division so he's got a bunch of division books so he's just must, must be they're releasing another one uh at that time or one based on maybe the new zone that's in Heartland or something that's going to be related to the film. Yeah, I mean, in, in the, yeah, I mean, Tom Clan- Tom Clancy was an incredible writer. I mean, his his yeah. his books and then movies like 
the red, Hunt for Red October and stuff. I mean, it's, you ever played the Hunt for Red October NES game? That's a lot of fun. That's no. a, <laughs> that's a very cool game, yeah. I think it's NES, or maybe it's SNES. Um, well, but yeah, and the thing is, sure they Malcolm. released that... The, We'll just see, because yeah, he died in 2013. So yeah, he's been dead for years. We'll I remember if they, if they can release something early on in the in the Xbox 360 days, there was a Tom Clancy game that came out, and it was what are the kinds of games where you just move resources around? Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what the what that what those are called, but it was a Tom Clancy game like that, and it actually used a voice command. It was one of the first games on the Xbox 360, to, and it was obviously a Ubisoft game. And you kind of controlled your troops and moved your mechs and whatnot around using voice commands. It was pretty cool. They've been huh. they've been milking the Tom Clancy. I mean, not milking, they obviously own the IP or own the rights to make video games with it for yeah twenty years, twenty plus years now, probably. Well, and that's and that's the thing here. It'll be interesting to see where they go in the future because they've actually made a statement saying that they are going to be focused on high end free to game free to play games in the future. Well, what? So what they that, said, what does that mean? Well, they say AAA releases will continue, but they say they see a great opportunity to expand their audience through three to play. And I think that Heartland is one of the first ones. Expand so it sounds like audience? they're going to be doing smaller games our- to get people interested. Expand our pocketbooks, is I believe. Yeah. <laughs> I believe you misread that, Brian. They want yeah, to well, I mean, that's what it really comes down to. <laughs> well, and, um, and, and, But if you talk about it, right, you look at their popular series, Far Cry is dead, right? People are not beating yeah. down the GameStop doors. To there are too many repeated, too much yeah. repeated uh, mechanics. To Assassin's make it really Creed that interesting. is still got some. It's still got its. It's still got its player base, but it's nowhere near what it was. Um, yeah, Siege was and still is incredibly popular. Rainbow Six Siege yeah. um, on the PC, but they, yeah, you're, they 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 don't have the division was their last big series, and that was 2016. That was a couple of years ago. The Division Two yep. was a total flop, in my opinion. I don't know anybody that actively played. I, I own it two different con- two different th- places, and I've played the intro. It just I had no. I tr- I was like, this could be good. It's got a huge world. I waited a while to see if they fixed some issues. I went in and played it. Still really buggy, and it was just no fun. So mm. I just well, I, had, I had no interest in playing it. Well, damn, that kind of sucks. But uh, but yeah, so uh, cool to see free to play. I think is for people like me, free to play is great because I don't. I'm not uh. I'm not pulled into the 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 whole uh, microtransaction you know, thing. I just yeah. So the game is literally free for me because I will never buy anything inside of it. I haven't spent yep. a dollar in Warzone. I haven't spent a dollar in I don't know of any other free to play games I play, but I don't. It's good for me. Yep. So well, we'll see. We'll see where they go. Uh, but yeah, they're they're planning on releasing a bunch of free to play games. So I'm sure over the next couple of years we'll have a bunch uh, bunch of them coming out. Excellent. Let's talk about Stadia. Um, the uh, ever so failing platforms. Yeah, the ever so failing platform. Hopefully, maybe we'll catch up with them at PAX next year. Um, so the issue right now with Stadia, which I didn't actually realize, to be honest, because we've done there, there's so little information and player base on it. Um, so the, the, the currently to use Stadia on your TV, you need a Chromecast Ultimate, which is seventy dollars, mm-hmm. and you also need the Stadia GamePad, which is also seventy dollars. There is no way for you to play Stadia on uh, this is on your TV without using their controller. You have to use yeah. their controller. Um, but apparently, the new version of the Stadia app, three point one five, has been decompiled by nine to five Google, and they say that there's some features in there that they call bridge mode, which will allow official sta- which will allow you to st- sidestep or not use the official Stadia controllers. It gives you two possible options to control. One of them hints at using the phone's touchscreen, so you could have some sort of soft controller on your phone that it would look at. You'd look at your phone screen, and it would have all the little buttons and displays, or some sort of uh, Bluetooth or um, other controller that would connect to the to the Chromecast itself. Because as of right yeah. now, again, the only way to play this is to invest in $140 worth of Google equipment, and that does not include the most recent Chromecast, which is fifty dollars, the Stadia doesn't even isn't even supported in that. So yeah, you know this article says uh, too little, too late. Yeah, you, you think? I mean, I mean, if they wanted to be successful, they should have gotten off the hardware train of this and been releasing this for Fire TV, Roku, 
come up with ways to do their streaming service through Xbox. I don't think it would have mattered where up. they did their streaming service. They don't have any games, but Brian. There's your product. I'm saying it, that would have been their only way to really even compete, and they still didn't have games to do it. Like yeah. I don't think they would. There's they didn't have a window or a path to success on this that I see. Um, I love the way that you put that. Yeah, there was never. I could never. You're right. I, I and we from day one, we were very early on. We called this out. We've said this from day one that like, it just didn't seem like it made sense. What? Who exactly is this marketing? Who, who exactly is using the service? Like, who is? Yep. Who is saying? Oh wow, I really wish I had this service, and we could not find it. And it appears that, well, Google's not finding it either because they've. Yep. It. It. I mean, it's over. It's it's absolutely over. But uh, yeah. If you were, if this was the reason you weren't playing Stadia, well, I guess you can keep an eye out for this new version of the software. You'll potentially be able to connect a Bluetooth controller or use a phone, um, to to control the game. So, good news there from well, uh, from Stadia. Yeah, I I think this segues nicely into some Microsoft news that okay. there was a there was a, an article released talking about how Microsoft wants to bring the Xbox Game Pass to other consoles. Uh, and this was a, one of the, another one of the leaked documents from the Epic versus <laughs> Apple lawsuit shows that Microsoft has been trying to get the Xbox Game Pass onto other consoles so that like what? Uh, they can so they can have the subscription and you yeah, can play what, games. What other console? Well, who the PlayStation? <laughs> There's no other console. Or uh, well, well, actually, I, whoa, 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 hold on, bro. If they could get Nintendo Xbox Switch. Game Pass on the Switch, that would be yes. banging. Because you've got yes. the controllers because already built they, in. They that have would their be cloud sweet. gaming. Yeah, they, that would they be have their cloud dope. gaming, so you wouldn't even need the Switch hardware. You could sit there and stream. And I've tried it. All they have to do is get their little uh, cloud gaming app on there on the that Switch, would be sweet. and then they'll have the Game Pass on the Switch. Hmm. That would be really, really which I think cool they could do if Nintendo would allow them to uh, to you know post the app onto their which, marketplace, which they will not, and neither will Sony. So. Well, I mean, but you got to think like this would be a way for them to sell a bunch of switches. I mean, I understand that Nintendo they're not going to be selling as many games. Stupid. We've been they're, they're old school. They, well, they, they don't. I mean, they, they, they own. They don't IPs. make the wisest decisions. They make it so that if you want to play certain games, you literally have to elite like old older Nintendo games that they won't re-release. So the only way to play them is to essentially download the ROM. Like yeah. they've got a they've got a backlog of IPs Nintendo does that is so deep and people are willing to pay for in the Nintendo eShop that they just do not make available. So people just what? rip the ROMs and then uh, homebrew their switches so they can put those games on there. Nintendo could sell these games for four dollars a piece and make a killer. One thing I found, yeah, one thing I found so odd is the only things that Nintendo released was one of them was that little Mario like coin collection game, which was awful. which was really stupid. Yeah. It was a really really poorly made game. The controls weren't good. It's like you're you're a company that makes console hardware. You make games, and you're telling me you can't make a mobile game. You've got tons of classic games that people would pay a lot of money to be able to play the original Mario on their phone. Because you know what? That's the perfect place for the original Mario. Nowadays, the resolution is high enough to where you can still see detail. There's only a couple of buttons that you push for Mario. Uh, a and start releasing B. those things on, on Android and iPhone, and then you'll have a huge boost in your sales and you could just do that keep releasing here's mario here's mario 2 here's go through donkey kong start doing that and i think they'll run but the problem is i think they'll run in the same situation they won't need the regular nintendos anymore they'll have the switch but at what point at that point will they even need the original nintendos anymore if they get people just pretty much buying stuff up on mobile yeah they'll they'll they they won't do that uh, yeah, I don't think so. So, this is uh, this is something we'll see what happens with it. But uh, maybe with the switch, I, I mean, it's it's a that possibility. Would be really but cool. hasn't hasn't happened yet. Um, but that would be. I think it would be a good deal for both sides. I think it would sell sw- sells uh, switches, and Microsoft would sell more of their game passes. I haven't I haven't used my switch since I moved in. It's sitting exactly where I put it when I moved in. Yeah, on the TV stand. Well, I, I've been thinking about getting one, but it's the same situation. I probably would yeah, but uh, you never have, play it. But you have children that would play it. Yeah, they would play it. And I don't know that I want them playing it all the time. So <laughs> I'll just not get one. Okay. Well, that that's not. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. It's a great console. It really is. I just don't play video games. 
as we've yeah. uh, documented over the past seven years on this show. Um, let's. Oh, th- uh, you've got another one here that some Xbox games are potentially going to PS5. Yes, no, no, but this, this is, is kind article. of a follow. So this is kind of a follow up. This is this is a different article, but kind of talking about the same thing, where they're they're thinking that it's going to hopefully get. I, they put on here PS5. Who knows? But it, it's it's kind of a follow up. It's from Nintendo Power. I put it in there if people are interested in following up on it. Uh, there was another article here talking about a new game coming to the Game Pass, and it's a game that we we talk about about quite a bit. Conan Exiles. So that's okay. going to be coming to the Game Pass for console and Windows PC. Um, they've Ooh. also announced a new uh, new tra- uh, new DLC. So they did a launch date trailer, uh, and if you, so if you want to play that really quick, uh, this looked like it was a pretty big uh, pretty big update. Yeah. And this is Isles of Sipta. We've talked about this a little bit. Um, they've released mm-hmm. different bits and pieces and screenshots, but they've got a really nice voiceover and a for Conan Exiles a very pretty trailer. So let's take a look at this. Yes, and uh, we'll discuss where it's coming and where you can get it right after this. Conan Exiles Isle of Sipta introduces a massive new world to Conan Exiles, filled with secrets, challenges, and treasure. Explore the mysterious vaults of the Elder Races. Battle for control over powerful surges of sorcery. Survive the vicious storm raging around the tower. And face the monstrous spider god, Zath. We have worked closely with the community to improve and expand the island since the oh, launch can, can of early really access. Sorry. And with full launch approaching, there is a lot to discover in Conan Exiles Isle of Sipta. It was important for us to engage with the community throughout the early access development period. Exiles has a varied audience of players, including RPers, PVPers, PVEers, and modders that play the game their own way. We vetted changes to the main pain points that people were having, so we wanted to add proven gameplay elements from the Exiled lands, so it's a more familiar experience, but also the same different experience, you know, conflict-based, that we originally wanted with the Isle of Sipta. We added NPC camps to really bring the island alive. One of the main feedback points from our community is that they missed the dynamic elements of the camps from the exiled lands. Players can now gather thralls through the many new NPC camps that we've added. Stygian mercenaries have settled on the eastern coast in order to restore the colony left behind by their ancestors. Black Corsairs have landed on the western beaches, intent on thwarting Stygian expansion. They are ready to wage war on any who oppose them. Nobody knows where the accursed came from, or why they dwell in the shadow of the Tower of Sipta. What was the price of the pact that brought them a truce with the creatures of the Outer Void? The rescue mechanic is a new way the players can gain access to the follower system. You'll need to track down a jailer, knock him out, steal a key from him, and then go to a cage where there's a captured thrall. When you unlock them and release them, they instantly become your companion. We wanted to make the new camps exciting and engaging, so in addition to rescuing prisoners and capturing thralls, players will be able to unearth buried treasure, swim out and explore the flotsam, and discover treasures in the ocean, and capture and raise new unique puppies. We really tried to give the players some more land, more landmass, more space. We have three distinctive areas in this uh, new part of the map. We have one very large open area, which is very reminiscent of the savannah or some of the early areas in the exile lands. Located in the center of the, the savannah, we have a massive capital, which is the remains of a fantastic and ancient civilization. What remains there, though, actively is these three pools. These can be activated by collecting small statues that are placed and scattered all through the island. Place them into the pool and they will trigger dangerous creatures, exciting encounters. Each one will be different. Each one will be unique. In the central area of the map, we have a very large floodplain. These areas will 
encourage the player to build in a certain way, and it would also encourage people to siege these buildings. Then we have a volcanic area. The, the player will have to travel through it very cautiously. There are dangers around every corner. At the base of the Tower of Sipta, the players will find the Void Forge. Firstly, they need to gather fragments of power to gain access to this. But once they do, they will find a beautiful magical inner chamber. The main features for the Isle of Sipta are the Surge, the Vaults, and the Storm. We've made them less dependent on each other so the players can play the game the way they want and engage in the activities that they find most enjoyable. Wow, the letting players play the way they want. Portals that open up novel and rip people from around Hyboria into the Isle of Sipta. We've made them a lot more accessible so players can engage with them, spending less resources and activating them whenever they want. The storm is a magical vortex that's centered on the tower in the Isle of Sipta. We've made it easier for players to live, build, and ride their mounts in the Maelstrom. The vaults are structures that the elder races and inhabitants of the Isle built to hide from the storm. We've changed them so that they are now high-level content that you can go into with your friends, battle epic bosses, and get new unique rewards and buffs. We're excited to add a new religion to the Isle of Sipta. Players can worship the terrifying spider god Zath and summon and control its avatar to attack their enemies with corrosive venom and defend themselves by shedding spider brood on those that oppose them. One of my favorite systems from the exiled lands is the Purge. When players build their base, the native inhabitants from the lands rise up and attack them. We've introduced this system to the Isle of Sipta. We've also introduced a new system where players can prevent or provoke the purges from happening. And depending on where you build, the new NPC factions, the elder races from the vaults, will rise up and attack your base. The purges provide another way for players to be able to gather thralls on the Isle of Sipta. Exiles has a varied audience of players. During early access, we've made improvements based on feedback from each of these unique communities. I want to thank everybody that has joined us and making the Isle of Sipta what it is today. All right, real so quick. May 27th, at, uh, 2021. Yep. Yes. And let's real quickly look at current players. Now, this is, of course, on Steam, 8,881 currently playing the 24-hour peak, 13,039, and your seven-day peak, 15,177. Um, I will note, 100% owned by Tencent. Tencent now, yeah. Not, and again, we're no. Believe me, you know my political beliefs. You know I'm not. I'm not a big fan of China, but you, yeah. you got to give the devil his due. They have done it. It least appears to me they have had absolutely no creative anything over Conan. They just bought the studio. Yeah. They bought Funcom and just let it run because probably put some nothing money into I've, it. But yeah, but nothing I've seen is was like, oh, this is obviously the old, you know, the the old red state influence. No, none of that at all. This game has done nothing. But I think continue to expand and grow under yep. its Tencent ownership. That obviously could change any minute, Brian. You could flip the light yeah. switch and, that, and then it could, they could ruin it. But to me, it seems like it's nothing but great stuff. So recap again exactly. What is, what, what's the difference? This is coming to Game Pass? So, so well, they haven't given an exact date on Game Pass, uh, but Conan Exiles itself is coming to Game Pass. So it'll be free for Game Pass people to play while it's on the Game Pass. And okay. then on the 27th, so just over two weeks, they're going to be releasing this expansion. Can you go to that video really quick? And about in the first, after like a minute, they showed a screenshot where they said, we listened to our uh, like feedback. And then they showed two screens. Like they showed the old way that this like city looked. And then they transitioned to the new look. I was wondering if you could just jump to it. Um, but because it's like, they just, they showed the exact same camera angle, but the old and the new, because uh, I wanted to give people a good idea of, what this kind of it looked like it was a revamp let's, of an existing area 
Let me look at this real quick. Hold on. Period. Exiles has a varied audience of players, is this including a, our peers, PVPers, PVEers, um, and modders that play the game. It's before this. Life. We vetted changes. I think. Faced them. Yeah, before. The, Conan yeah, before Exiles this. Isle of Sipta right, introduces right that a massive just, new. That was the after that you right where you started. This is the up. beginning of the video. Oh, is it the very beginning? So it, it's okay. Then you're. It's a little ways through. They have like a, a far away angle. Yeah, we're we're probably not going to find it now. It's fine. But yeah, they showed it kind of like a before and after, and they definitely have uh, put a lot more stuff in the world uh, compared mm -hmm. to like the old map. So we will see. No, it, it's it's before that. So okay, I, I'm, I'm not too worried about it. We'll I'm be sorry. all right. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> so that's coming at the 27th, uh, and we will see. I, I don't see a price or anything on it, but... Cool. That is, uh, we'll that is great to see. Another... Another great addition to the Game Pass, Conan Exiles, is arguably the most complete survival game that is out there. You may not think that yeah. if you've never played it, but boy, does it really have all of the um, the checklist items for a great survival game. And the way that they've done DLC, Brian, is arguably yeah. the best. People love their cosmetic-only DLC. Cosmetic-only yeah. Swords, That'll be interesting because this is going to be pieces. a map, right? Or yeah. is this going to be on their existing? It, it seems like it's going to be a whole new map. So this is a whole um, new map, but just in general, the way that they've just but this will be interesting how this is received though, because this is their first one. This is their. I don't. They haven't really released another map, have they? Yeah, they do. This. Uh, no, no, no. I don't think so. No, they've they've done had expansions. DLCs of. Yeah, but they, I don't know, and they fixed the existing world. But this will be interesting to see how well this is received because I'm not sure if if the RP community will go for it or not, or if there's a whole, if the people that are interested in the game, but wanted more content, if they'll come back to it. Um, all right. So let's, let's move on to, uh, there's just, I wanted a quick note on some Sony news. Uh, Cause we've been kind of talking about Sony uh, in third person, but yeah, what you got? They, let's talk about something more direct. Sony is, is facing a potential class action lawsuit over some of the restrictions they, they've had on their digital PlayStation game sales. Uh, and a lot yeah. of this is kind of coming back to some of those digital keys that they were selling uh, in in like those various stores and things like that. So the lawyers in the suit, they say popular games are sold uh, are sold 75 percent more on the PlayStation store than physically and could go up as high as 175 percent more. Furthermore, lawyers claim that seven that $7 billion of Sony's $17 billion revenue in the fiscal year that ended in March 31st came from overcharging for digital sales. So uh, I think that the problem is they made it difficult to get sales other places. Um, the lawsuit was filed this past Wednesday, and it claims that Sony stopped allowing third-party retailers such as Amazon, Walmart, and Best Buy to sell downloaded codes for PlayStation games two years ago. Uh, uh, resulting in a monopoly of the digital game sales. They made it very difficult to get the physical copies of the game or to get digital. You couldn't buy digital copies other than, so you couldn't get the keys. You couldn't buy them through other sources. So you had to get them through either directly through their store or you had to uh, go get a physical disc, which ended up being a lot cheaper as we saw for random, you know, it seemed really odd at the time. Why was Amazon selling discs cheaper than the digital copies? It's really no surprise that Microsoft has secured its dominance in this market. Sony yeah. has had arguably, they have done almost arguably nothing but shoot themselves in the foot. They have had the worst yeah. business practices if it comes to cross-play, the selling of products on their stores. It appears to me, and I'm not a developer, that they have made it hell on earth for their developers yep. to do anything and frankly have made it an a, a, a probably an unsuccessful platform for making a game with all of these yep. crazy asinine restrictions. I, yep. It is, it is paying no extra just wonder. to have cross play. I mean, yeah, it's all no the wonder that Microsoft about. is kicking their ass in this market and they're going to, and, and they're, they're out of the market now, essentially. I mean, it's not, yeah. Brian, it's not even close. Sony is not even yep. close to competing and they were, they, they, they were ahead xbox last generation they kicked the xbox yep. one's ass because it was a terrible console and microsoft was so high coming off of the xbox 360 that they thought they could do no wrong and they made a bunch of terrible mistakes they have recovered from that and sony has done nothing nothing yep. at all 
And it's it's no surprise it, that it's like this. One thing that I've been finding interesting is just all these things from these leaked documents coming from this trial about all these other companies <laughs> and all the yeah, things that they're great, doing. It? It's like Epic is just like just kind of bringing down uh, hail, you know, and and, and lightning and and fire with uh, with all these things because they're they're somehow getting all these documents brought in the case. Oh, but here. Xbox did this. Oh, it's because they're emails this. and they're uh, all Nintendo internal conversations. Nintendo yeah. did this, and all of this is just coming back to bite them in the end. So I, th- I think it's kind of funny uh, showing you how much of this. Uh, neg- it just, these companies are just they make very poor decisions, and a lot of times they try to hide it. If it's something they realize you don't like, they hide it from you. So yeah, it's a real shame. Um, yeah. All right, we are wrapping up the show here. Let's talk about. Uh, let's wrap up here with Amazon. Uh, we yes. have been patiently waiting years now for yep. a game, not just a specific game, but just a game from from Amazon yep. Game Studio. And it does appear now, and I think we knew this was the case, but it's it's ev- it's ever more obvious now that New World is yep. actually going to come out. And they actually released yep. a new gameplay trailer uh, yesterday, I believe. My our buddy Nisco sent this to me. Um, so do you want to take a look at this trailer and then discuss it quickly? Yeah, let's go ahead. And then there's, and there's also some screenshots. They are the, I have an article linked in here that's not necessarily for the article, but there are some screenshots because this group, this uh, site got a hands-on thing of it. So afterwards, we can jump through some of those screenshots, kind of check those out. But this is a trailer, a new trailer that came out. Um, and they announced, you know, it's coming August 31st again. So coming up not that far away. Ooh, I like the logo. Yeah. I think that's the first time I've seen what that. Is very a games, game. yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. The substance of legend. Fishing! Woohoo! <laughs> the pulse of adventure. The glory of triumph. Eternum is life eternal. And death incarnate What is Eternum? of destruction, rage and malice, Eternum is the truth behind nightmares. What is Eternum? That depends on you. There it is. New World. Um, a uh, very heavily produced and highly produced trailer. Um, yep. Wouldn't necessarily call it a gameplay trailer, um, but a trailer nevertheless. Voice acting and the yep. whole shebang. Um, you're a Sounds backer. like they're getting ready for release. They're actually putting out content that looks like it's a little bit there's some money put into it and a little bit yeah. of time, not just uh, screenshots. Now let's ju- let's jump through these screenshots really quick. Just kind of get, yeah. cause that's one thing is we're finally starting to see a little bit of the world. Um, you can kind of see what it's going to look like in some of the dungeons and uh, various aspects of it. So this, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it looks, if you, if you compare this to like, uh, like wow and things like that, it's light years ahead. Uh, it's a different graphic style. But the main thing I'm looking at is I, just, I want a world that's very populated, has a lot of stuff, doesn't look like... I mean, if you look at WoW, there's a bunch of like dead area stuff that's just kind of put around. Um, this one looks like it's going to be a nice big world. A lot of variants in monsters. Uh, your characters are, are pretty varied, so it should be pretty cool. Uh, and we'll have a link. We'll have that link in the show notes so you can check that out. But uh, but this will be New World, and I'm, I'm kind of excited for it. I mean, I have it. it you know, they gave it to me because I signed for the free to play back when it was free to play 
And so I should be able to get into it pretty early on uh, once they start to, to let people play. Now, real quick, because Jonesy's saying that trailer didn't tell me what the game is about at all. Can you re- quickly recap? It's an MMO. Yeah, it's, it's an MMO. MMO. So it's, a, it's kind of a redesign uh, of what an MMO is. They're kind of taking a new twist at a, call it a, a 2020 MMO, right? Yeah, so, so it's really hard to say exactly. I mean, I played the intro quest. Uh, now, whether or not that's the actual intro quest or that's where they just kind of put people and started them out for that play test, I'm not sure. But uh, it's... I don't know the story yet. I mean, uh, there's not the lore has not fully been released on it, so I can't really say here what's what about. It's based on some new area that you're going and you're trying to conquer it. I mean, it, that's it's new world. You're going there. Uh, it's kind of a loosely magical uh, conquistador era, uh, you know, as far as as far as what people are dressed like. But I, I would assume that it's maybe based off of loosely on South America or something like that, you know, with conquistadors, but it's, it's new world. It should be pretty cool. I mean, I've played some of it. It's got crafting. It's got all, all the uh, elements of the MMO in it with uh, a non static uh, class system. It should be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and you can find more details about it and pre-order it. It will be available on steam and uh, yeah, you can check it out. Very good. Um, yeah. So are we good? stop right there and then yeah, i put a line I, where we ended so we'll there's some of these things we'll bring over into next week yeah. uh because we got a lot of epic and apple news and some other things that we'll talk about next week some tencent news since everybody loves those oh yes absolutely. one thing i want to make note of sennheiser uh sold their the company sold to another company which is my old uh, headphones were sennheiser i had a pair of sennheisers i uh, uh i don't use sennheisers right now but my previous headphones were sennheisers and i've got them as a uh, got them as a backup they sold the whole company for $200 million. That's not surprising. They were a very high-end audio co- company. Yeah, so they and sold they it other to, stuff uh, too. to another another company. And uh, yeah, so I, I only mentioned it's not really related to us, but in the podcast world, I guess it has a little bit. Yeah, of, and I mean, the headphones I'm using now are Sony MDR7506s, which I'm going to get a second pair of because I have to keep bringing these back and forth to the radio studio. Um, if you're yeah. looking for headphones, these are great studio headphones. Highly yeah, and I, I looked at those too. So, yep. All right. Well, the, hey, uh, if you want to find me, oh, the go big, ahead. the big uh, coy, coily uh, cable that comes. That's that what comes I need because this one gets kind of wrapped up. On yeah, now it's got the. I mean, this thing will go. You can. I, I was going to say I could hang myself with this, but that, that's not what I meant to say. You, can, you, you, this, these are these are very long cables. Yeah. I don't know why that came to mind. That might. <laughs> All right, I, I need to go. All right. If you want to find me, if you want to find me at Brian Aldridge on Parlor or Gab, or you can go to biteoftech.com. Of course, that's bite with an I. Uh, mm-hmm. You can go to our website, goodinfectionpodcast.com. You go to the right hand side. You see where it says "Join our server on Discord." If you do that, you can submit news to our news channel, hang out in our workout channel. We have a politics channel and the people hanging out. People, a lot of people playing Ark. Uh, we also have our Steam group if you want to get notified of when the show goes live. I mean, you may get notified half an hour later or right on time. Who knows? They're, they're amazing machines. Uh, and then also we've got the podcast uh, video formats. If you can go through Twitch, through YouTube, through BitChute, through DLive, uh, and you can watch those live. Or you can watch it after the fact. If you want to watch the, the pre and post show, you can do that through the podcast extras channel. And the lower right-hand side, we've got all the audio forms. So whether whatever it's going to be a, a mobile app, a desktop app, web-based app we've got a lot of places to do that and if you want to follow along as you're listening you go to the uh, particular episode this will be episode 330 and then you can click the audio player in there or the video player and then click links throughout and uh and follow along with whatever we cover and uh if, and also if you go to the support tab up top you can go to uh support us to that through infectionpodcast.com forward slash support and we have our prime gaming subs we have uh just a lot of different ways to support through Amazon, through uh, Humble Bundle, and uh, through uh, Subscribestar. And then, uh, yeah, a lot of people have come up with a lot of ways to support us, and we've been saving that up. We don't spend it frivolously, and we'll be uh, we'll be using it as soon as we can. Yes, absolutely. And we will not be using it in Vegas. I want to say that for the record. The the the, the Vegas trip is yeah, just a, it's just a personal separate. Yeah, this is just a personal uh, personal trip. It's kind of um, like a meetup almost, I guess. Yeah, actually, yeah, you know, it's the infection. Meetup you know, with a lot of people. Yeah, and I've, I've got a, a couple buddies from here planning on. My father, I was like, hey, might be going to Vegas. He's like, oh, I like Vegas. I was like, yeah, okay, let's 
Let's do it. So yeah, it'll it'll be it'll be a good time. Um, cool. I do want to thank our buddy UGX Vibe for hitting us up with the thirty nine month tier one resubscription here on Twitch. We nice. greatly appreciate uh, our friend UGX Vibe and all uh, that. And didn't he just get us. fast internet? So congratulations. He's right. got Starlink. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, has I had my up sister get that as well. Made a big step up for her. Yeah. So and I'm actually uh, going to be running a. Uh, a, bra- a mounting bracket for his router on the uh, 3d printer tomorrow to uh he said he oh, sent nice. me a, a a link to it and asked me to print one of those out so we'll pop one of those out and uh yeah we'll we'll see he's uh we, when it gets close when ha- when he's had more time to test it um i'm gonna get a full report on the, the gaming is a problem right now because there's not enough satellites in orbit so he has extended dropouts i say extended dropouts oh, yeah. it's five or six seconds but you, if you lose your internet for five or six seconds, you get dropped, you get dumped out. Well, of the does game, that have anything right? to do with the mounting bracket as well? Is it shaking a little bit? No, I don't know what it is. It's just because there's not enough satellites that when it has to stop and then go back to find another one, that's when you oh, have so drop it's the out. delay of it readjusting to the new satellite. Yeah. Well, so, that's something that they're putting them up, and and I think by the end of the year, they're expecting quite a bit more coverage. There, I think I, these numbers could be wrong, but I believe the goal is to have like forty four thousand of these satellites up. They have. 1200 i think now their plans to have yeah. 24,000 so literally a blanket of multiple satellites over you at any given time which would be really cool so uh, yeah we'll, yep. uh, we'll, we'll and by the way if you have starlink cuz i'm sure other people in our audience do hit us up cuz i'm curious what the really i'm curious what the gaming um side of it is i mean you know you can stream youtube and netflix that, that nobody cares about that but the gaming side of it is cool so um all right, Brian. Well, uh, thank you again for uh, for everything that you do, uh, doing the show notes and the prep and everything. And uh, yeah. we will see you. Uh, we'll see you unless the unless the power and the water and everything goes out. Oh man, I was going to pr- mention the post show, but we had the uh, stomach flu go through here over the weekend, mm. and luckily it was short. Uh, but but the one the one of them had to come home for early from school today because he was puking. Mm. Uh, the littlest one, he's the one who brought it home to us originally. All of us have gotten sick from it. It's been quite the uh, quite the ordeal. Well, fortunately, you do have power and food because if not, we would yes. not be here. So we're planning on having power and food. So we'll be here next Tuesday. Thank you, Brian. Yes. Um, yeah. Thank you. You can catch you can catch my uh, lovely a- uh, antics each and every morning from six to nine a.m. on Wilmington's Morning News. You can find details on that at nickcraig.com. Certainly love to have you alongside us on that. Um, my personal stuff. You can find me at gab at nick. And uh, yeah, the website is nickcraig.com. If you missed any portion of this show or maybe you want to check out those Conan Exile images, you can do so on our website. It's infectionpodcast.com. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Have a great week. We'll see you next time.